another very clear distinction was made between an egoic reaction and a biological reaction. So Ramesh would give the example of, let's say you're on the streets of Mumbai in your car and a beggar comes up to the window, quite and let's say someone who looks a bit ominous maybe. And there are four people sitting in the car. Now each of these four people might react differently. In one, there could be fear, you know, and closing the window quickly. In another, anger, you know, don't bother me, get out. A third may have the feeling of disgust, looking at the beggar. And the fourth, compassion may arise. Now, this is a reaction. How one reacts is based on what he calls one's programming, genes and conditioning. So, the reaction is one thing, but stretching that reaction in the duration of time becomes an egoic reaction. So, an example he would give is, supposing anger arises. One is prone to anger as an example. It arises in the moment, but then what happens? The ego says, why did I get angry? I should not get angry. My doctor has told me not to get angry. It's not good for my blood pressure. How did I get angry? I've been trying to control myself all this time. Why doesn't it happen? That is the involvement of the ego. That is the egoic reaction to what was purely a biological reaction. So he would give the example of his own guru, Nisargadatta Maharaj, who was prone to anger. But he said, if the next moment someone said something funny, he would laugh. He would not hold back, oh, you know, I got angry last minute, so I should not do anything now because I have to look like I'm still angry. It was in the moment. It was gone once the moment was gone. And if the same man who was uh, the reason why Maharaj got angry said, some, said a joke, he would laugh. So that is what Ramesh meant, that the biological reaction is a biological reaction based on your nature. But it becomes ego egoic when you are involved. You get involved in that biological reaction. So here I'd like to read out something which uh, Ramesh says. Even in a sage, anger may arise as a biological reaction, but the sage does not get involved in the anger. The ego, devoid of the sense of doership, does not react to the natural reaction of the body-mind organism. The next moment, someone may say something humorous and the sage would break out in laughter. Similarly, in a sage, desire can arise, but the sage does not pursue the desire. The sage knows that the desire will be satisfied only if it is God's will. And this point of desire is very important because we all know how we hanker after desires, you know. And Ramesh would give an example of Let's say you're feeling thirsty and the thought comes 
it would be nice to have a beer. So you get up, you go to the fridge, you open the fridge, and the beer is not there. So the desire arose to have a beer. But then what happened if the desire is not met? You know, the ordinary person will say, how could I forget who finished the beer in this house? You know, why didn't I get enough? Should I go down to the store and get it? But today's Sunday, I think the store will be closed and I'm not going to enjoy this movie sitting back and drinking my beer. That is the egoic reaction. For the sage, the desire arises for the beer. But if the beer is not there, the sage has the total acceptance that it was not meant to be. And life goes on. That is the difference between the daily functioning of a sage and an ordinary being.